When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Monday, September 19th. I'm your host, Eric Steven, and uh, the Dodgers are finally back home after a long road trip. Uh, they just swept the Giants over the weekend. They were 5-1 uh, and one last week. They clinched a playoff spot. They clinched a division. Uh, they won their 100th game and their 101st. Um, they set a record for most road wins by a Dodger team in a season. Uh, and they were 7-2 uh, and two on the road trip, and now uh, they have a heavy home schedule the rest of the way. So uh, let's talk about how the, the weekend ended uh, for the Dodgers. Um, Sunday's game, uh, it seemed to take, a, like, forever to end. It was a Sunday night game, um, 4 o'clock local start. Didn't end till uh, a little uh, like eight forty ish. There was a twenty minute rain delay in there, uh, which added to that. But it was just kind of a a long sort of slog. The weather looked bad, uh, ominous most of the night. Crazy winds. They kept showing graphics of like upwards of uh, you know twenty one miles an hour, and or, or, or how how the ball was um, the wind was affecting potential fly balls. It was like over 20 feet in certain areas, depending on uh, the the play. The first play of the game, I think uh, Mookie Betts hit a fly ball that Elliot Ramos, uh, Ramos um, sort of started back and then 
the ball blew in, I think, 50-something feet, and it landed for a, for a double. But, like, it, it wasn't on Ramos at all. It was just, like, just a crazy win play. He actually made two really good catches, like, uh, later in the game. So he clearly adjusted. He, he's really good out there. But what a wild night. Um, the, the Giants had two potential home runs, I think, uh, at least, that I can remember blown in by the win. Uh, Jock Peterson almost hit a three-run walk-off in the 10th, which would have been fun. Uh, remember last year in Wrigley Field, he also almost did that uh, for the Cubs. Uh, I believe that was, was that the nightcap of the doubleheader? Um, but then the wind knocked it down. They, end, they ended, He ended up getting a sack fly out of it, and they, I think the Cubs ended up winning that game anyway. But um, <laughs> a lot of near misses for Jock uh, since leaving the Dodgers against the Dodgers. Uh, almost had a walk-off twice. Uh, but the Dodgers in this one used seven of their eight active relievers, everyone but Chris Martin, who uh, pitched an inning and a third on Saturday. Um, so they had Andre Jackson, who was up because, or I guess they have nine relievers available now that I think about it, because um, uh, Tyler Anderson went, went on the paternity list. He had um, they uh, he and his wife had a boy. Uh, they had they have two daughters already, um, so he's going to be back uh, early this week. Um, but Andre Jackson was back up, uh, and he pitched in, it was only his second game in the majors this year. He was brought in to protect a 4-2 lead in the 10th. Now, if you were listening to the ESPN broadcast a lot, I think Eduardo Perez mentioned this a lot, especially in the eighth when they went to Alex Vesia and they just sort of kept him in even after the wildness and like they weren't, how they weren't like bringing in a righty or say Kimbrel for four outs. Like, I think to a certain point, like they're, they're not pushing guys right now right they're not they're not gonna in in the in a playoff situation uh depending on who's available right like that would be a point where uh say a Dustin May comes in if he's if he's sort of in that relief role or you might use Kimbrel for four outs or maybe it's Chris Martin on a back-to-back or it certainly would be Chris Martin on back-to-back something like that but uh, the game clearly was not managed uh that way you know at least by Dave Roberts it was more getting these guys some work in. Uh, they, they took Heaney out after four innings. He was affected by the rain delay. He pitched really well. Actually, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But they did have to cover a lot of innings. Um, but, yeah, so uh, so they, they look, they had Andre Jackson in there to save the game. It was They weren't like – it was just like, if we win this game, cool. Like, right? It wasn't – that's what it was. Um, but uh, in the 10th – so he he's brought into – uh, protect a 4-2 lead, uh, walked the first guy on four pitches, uh, nearly g- gave up the walk-off to Jock Peterson, ended up uh, getting pulled uh, up 4-3 with two outs. It was Justin Brule, left-hander, um, against Lamont Wade Jr., left-hander, and <laughs> Junior uh, Wade Jr. almost hit a walk-off grand slam down the right field line. That didn't look wind-aided, but uh, it was just foul, like barely foul. <laughs> he crushed that ball. So the Dodgers were like basically living on borrowed time at this point. And then the next pitch, he grounded out. And the Dodgers won. So uh, they have 101 wins right now. There are still uh, 17 games left in this season, which is ridiculous. They are almost certainly going to break the franchise record for wins, which is 106, which they did in their last two regular season or full seasons. So... Uh, what a ridiculous run this is. We'll, we'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. Um, but uh, more importantly, they they basically, when they got to 100 wins on Saturday, uh, 
that was their 144th game. Uh, it's the fastest in franchise history. The 1899 team and the 1953 team took 147 games to get their 100th win. Um, and in MLB history, like since integration, uh, there's only been five teams to win uh, 100 games in their first 144. So besides the Dodgers, you have Cleveland in both 1954 and 90, 1995. The 95 season was strike-shortened, so it only lasted 144 games, and that was uh, Cleveland's final record, 144. And then the 98 Yankees on their way to 114 wins, and the 2001 Mariners on their way to 116 wins. So it's a lot of wins and in a, lot of, in a short amount of time. Um, the road record, the Dodgers, after the 7-2 and two road trip, are 52-26 and 26 on the road this season. To put that in perspective... Um, there's only two other MLB teams that have better home records than the Dodgers have road records. Um, the Yankees at 50 and 22, and the Astros at 50 and 23. The Braves uh, at 50 and 25 actually have the same winning percentage as the Dodgers, so they're right there. But that that shows you how great they've been on the road. 52 road wins is the most in Dodgers history. It's just the third Dodgers team to win 50 road games in a season. Uh, the 1952 team went 51 and 24. Now their 680 winning percentage is still the best, and even if the Dodgers win their last um, three games on the road, then they're not going to beat that. But um, they're going to have the most wins. And then 1974 team also uh, they won 50. They went 50 and 31 on the road, but. The, the flip side of all that is because uh, all those road wins and all those road games, the Dodgers now have 14 of their last 17 games at home. Their only road series is uh, September 27th to the 29th in San Diego. Uh, the Dodgers' magic number to clinch a bye in, uh, past the wild card round is just one, and the NLDS doesn't start until October 11th. So the first two games of that series are going to be at Dodger Stadium. So we're basically talking about 21 of the next 24 nights uh, of the Dodgers sleeping in their own bed, which is, uh, I think, an underrated thing, and it sort of it's going to allow them to sort of set things up the way they want. But we'll talk a little bit more about uh, what the Dodgers actually still have to set up and sort out uh, while in Los Angeles uh, after the break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It looks like some injured pitchers uh, for the Dodgers might be back this week. Um, Bruised our Gratterall and Blake Trinan are expected to throw um, uh, in some fashion on Monday at Dodger Stadium. Uh, both of them could be activated this week. Uh, Trinan's earliest possible activation is Thursday, so 
not sure if like Gratterall would be ready before that. Not it's hard to say that the Dodgers do have um, a doubleheader on Tuesday uh, against the Diamondbacks, so in a five-game series. So may, who who knows? Maybe well, there there might be some uh, maneuverings going on this week. Um, NC Almonte starts a rehab assignment with Oklahoma City on Tuesday for at least two games. So figure he's in that uh, maybe next week category for returning potentially. Uh, David Price might also be ready for by next week, but he's still uh, to be determined. Uh, also to be determined uh, in Bob Nightingale's notes column Sunday, he said Price told him uh, he would retire at the end of the 2022 season. Believe Nightingale was in Arizona when the Dodgers were there uh, last week and when they clinched. And uh, Nightingale quoted Price as saying, "It's just time. Everything on my body hurts." Um, so naturally, when that came out Sunday morning, and on Sunday afternoon at the ballpark, the reporters in San Francisco asked Price about it, and he said he hasn't made up his mind yet regarding retirement. So this does feel similar to June in an interview with Bill Plunkett of the Orange County Register. Plunkett asked Price if 2022 was his last year. Price, uh, I believe the way Plunkett described it, I don't have it in front of me right now, but Plunkett said yes, or uh, Price said yes, like while chuckling a little bit. But he also hedged, um, and he said, I mean, yes and no. This is a quote from the article that I did write down. Uh, I mean, yes and no. My kids love it so much. Uh, that's the only thing that makes me even think about playing any longer. So, I think it's pretty clearly retirement is on David Price's mind, but I think it uh, either he doesn't want to announce it yet, or he literally just take him at his word and he hasn't made up his mind yet. But it, it's clearly something to consider, um, you know, uh, at, uh, whenever that decision is going to happen. Um, another thing that's becoming more and more clear is that Tony Gonsolin is not going to be used as a traditional starting pitcher this season. Uh, Gonsolin is also supposed to throw a bullpen session Monday. He's been sort of, uh, I you know, throwing bullpens here and there, but not progressing like super fast. So he's basically running out of time to get stretched out. He last pitched on August 23rd. So there's, like I said, there's really no time. Uh, a quote from Dave Roberts on Saturday telling reporters, um, in San Francisco, uh, to quote, to expect him to be built up like he was before he went down is very unrealistic. So then the point is when we get down, when we get down the road to see what we have. So I think what, what this is going to boil down to is the playoff rotation is essentially Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw sort of locked in for games one and two, whenever they can manage that and then figure out the rest after that. I think Tyler Anderson has certainly pitched well enough to earn, you know, postseason starts, but, uh, you know, he, he's not going to get, like, the same leash that Urias and Kershaw might. Uh, and then Andrew Heaney has the best strikeout rate on the staff, but he was also giving up a bunch of home runs. His last two starts have looked much better after that homer fest. Um, he, uh, on, on Sunday, um, working around the rain, did strike out eight in four scoreless innings. He also, uh, you know, so he's been reasonably like good at times but also home run uh, heavy so it's just something to watch but maybe someone who they might use in say three or four innings at a time rather than five or six so the same thing sort of goes for Dustin May he's still sort of a wild card um, he looked great on Friday uh, uh, when he uh, against the Giants he pitched five hitless innings he was also pulled after those five innings because he was on a pitch count because in between starts he reported um, uh, soreness 
So I don't think they're ready to sort of push him really deep. So I think perhaps that for this year, maybe, and again, we won't really know until October, but uh, maybe the best thing for him is going to be those short burst types, type outings again, where it's two or three innings or something like that. Maybe a little longer because they, who knows, but I really, it's going to depend on how he feels, but I don't, I don't see him as someone who's going to pitch deep into games and then throw Gonsolin into that mix. And you're basically sort of, uh, covering the innings in a non Kershaw Urias start, um, and then just sort of seeing what they have. But that is going to be one of the interesting things um, this offseason. The one thing that sort of does, I guess, if you if you you can piggyback some of those pitchers together, like earlier this season when Tyler Anderson didn't start in the ro- in the rotation to start the year, his first two outings were piggybacking off Tony Gonsolin. Um, so you have a righty and a lefty. You could do the same with Andrew Heaney and Dustin May, a righty and a lefty. So. Uh, if that's what they want to do. But, like, again, they have – we'll see how things go. But th- this is going to be uh, one of those fascinating questions that are going to come up in the next three weeks. There is still um, two and a half weeks left in the season. Like I mentioned before, the Diamondbacks are in town uh, the uh, Dodger Stadium. Five games, uh, Tuesday doubleheader. Uh, this was uh, part of the uh, lockout um, canceling the first week of the season. They rescheduled those games. Um, the uh, the Diamondbacks uh, th- series got sort of spread throughout the season, while the the three games against the Rockies just got tacked on at the end. But since the Dodgers were already ending against the Rockies, they end the season on a weird six game series against the Rockies. Um, but yeah, what a what a weird schedule to end the year. But that's where we're at. Uh, the Dodgers just swept the Giants. Uh, I don't think I mentioned this at the top. Um, the Dodgers won 15 out of 19 against the Giants this year. That's their most wins ever against the Giants in a season. Uh, it's the second highest winning percentage against the Giants in a season, 789. Uh, the only one higher is 833, uh, 10-2 by the Brooklyn Superbas in 1899. So uh, literally two centuries ago. Um, so, yeah, the Dodgers had a good week. They had a good weekend. They swept the Giants. And that's our podcast for today. Uh, get ready for a lot of home games coming up. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs>